Hello, my name is Ian Aber, and this is Stray People. Uh, today, our guest is the hilarious comedian and uh, frequent uh, visitor of Atlanta, Rocky Dale Davis. <laughs> I love that intro. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah, we play up? the theme song every time, all the way through, um, and people don't think we do it, but we do, and it's pretty funny. Matt Petchney, you know Pat, Matt? No, no, uh, I don't know who that is. Yeah. Um, well, he did it. He's a super funny guy. Oh. Well, Rocky, welcome uh, <coughs> to Straight People. Yeah, clear your throat. Yeah, you man. Compose yourself. Yeah, you just get ready for this. this <laughs> I just saw great. you last night. Uh, you were at the Laughing Skull this weekend. And yeah. Yeah, on my in. show, ABCD show. It's uh, Sunday. You yeah. know, I love that place. This yeah. place is unbelievable. Well, people and people who live in Atlanta, they might not understand, but I go everywhere and that's like one of the best clubs because oh, the way it's set up, it's yeah. like, it's like you can't drop in in like anywhere else and just be like, Hey, can I do time? Yeah. Because like most places that have just like a, a headliner set, but that's it. That place, the way it's set up now, they're only booking 12 headliners a year. Yeah. I love it, man. I wish it would get club now. Yeah. I wish it would get down to no headliners. Well, <laughs> just, just I think it. they're always going to bring some in just to they, get them. They definitely will. To keep I mean, it exciting for them. And, yeah. But it's just, and you know what it is? It's an 80, so it's an 80 seat theater. They don't serve, they, there's no chicken fingers. There's no quesadillas. There's no check drop. So it's like, you got to pay attention. There's only one other place that I like love that I, I mean I've done the Laughing Skull so much but um, is the Comedy Works in Denver that's just a different yeah, I've heard that club's really it's, it's the best club in the country and it's not even close yeah. really yeah, you have to it's, it's crazy man it's super hard to get into but it's unbelievable they nice. treat you great and everything it's awesome <laughs> <laughs> um, so where are, you, where are you off to from here I go to Alabama for a couple of days. My brother's graduating, yeah. and then I go do a show there. <laughs> what the fuck? What the? <laughs> so the producer of the podcast is trying to sneak out of the studio real quietly, and he just knocked over a bunch of shit. I but, know that was the whole show. Right. It's, no. it's straight people. Just straight people making a mess. Yeah, man. Um, straight. He's straight. <clears throat> so, yeah, I, no, I just go back to Alabama. I'll do a show there on the 11th, and then I got a show in Nashville. Then I'll actually be back here the 21st to the 23rd. I'm filming something. Of August? August, oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, we're shooting uh, shooting something. Not sure what it is. Yeah. It's making, you know, trying to be famous. Nice. Man. Yeah, you are. Well, you're on your way. You were a new yeah. face for um, Just for Laughs this year. Yeah. In yeah. Montreal, which if you're not a super comedy fan, that's sort of a... Um, like a mark along the road of being acknowledged by the industry as yeah. an up and comer. It literally is. It's very, it's very rare, very, very rare that you see someone. It's kind of just like once you get that, they're like, okay, we'll fuck with you now. Yeah, that's basically. And so, what just for is. laughs in Montreal is just uh, uh, basically uh, yearly comedy festival, kind of yeah. the comedy festival. Yeah, it's the one. Um, and if you're not a big comedy fan, you may have heard about it this year because there was some drama associated with uh, <laughs> with a comedian, another comedian from. Don't cut your eyes at me. Uh, another <laughs> comedian from Alabama, uh, Darren Knight, Southern yeah. Mama, yeah. uh, who's more of a YouTube sensation, internet comic, yeah. I guess they would call Facebook, it. Facebook. Facebook. Facebook um, comic, yeah. And you worked with them, right? Yeah, I used to tour with them, you know. I, yeah. I, Let's I recap just, what happened, though. So what, what okay. happened was he was named what? He was named, he was named Variety's Top 10 Comics to Watch, yeah. which is just insane to me, by the way. Based on the rest of the list that were mostly women, people of color, or queer, yeah. It was yeah. weird to see him on that list. Yeah, sure. it was weird. To, it was weird to see. It just didn't. I don't. I mean, I guess if, if you want to start putting one on the list, like one, like one of the people. But if you're gonna put put Trey Crowder on the list, if you're gonna put a fucking put Jermaine Johnson, like put yeah. anybody else. But he doesn't have. You just get doesn't make any. There's sense. more internet sensation comics out there that are and funny. And so then the fucker he starts. They do like this panel, and he like goes like, "Well, I, he in the panel he goes like, I don't think com I don't think race and and comedy should be like intertwined or whatever." And I'm like, 
do you look at your his Facebook page? Yeah. It, all it is is like Fox News videos. Yeah. I'm like, you're do you're not what the what are you talking yeah. about, bro? Yeah. And then he got into an argument there, and then he goes last in the showcase. Which whoever did that, yeah, I I I, I think they're a comedy fan. They're like, I'm about to fucking ruin you because yeah. Joe Joe Kim Booster yeah. is a fucking hilarious. That yeah. dude is like, you're following him, uh, Mendes Seals, uh, Jabuki. Like you're following all like these yeah. people that are really funny. Yeah, and they're all they're all also like pushing similar things. Yeah, yeah. So then to go up and he bombed doing like a shit joke. He did a good yeah. fellas joke at the beginning. Yeah, and then to go on though after them. After everyone in that set, I guarantee you did something about race or their yeah. or their like gender or whatever. Yeah. Then to go say I don't like this like that's the reason. If you just bombed, it's yeah. cool. You just bombed. Yeah. But that's being a dick because yeah. you know what you're doing. Yeah, you're, you're shitting on the comics. You're literally shitting on yeah. everyone who came before you, who also murdered. By the way, yeah, so it's like absolutely. it's your you're he's I just I don't like him because of the things that happened on tour when he like you know messed me over. Yeah. Like, it's like four days for the first tour date. They're like, hey, we're not we're only gonna do three hundred dollars for travel. Yeah. For 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 flights and I'm like that's not and I'm not getting a raise. I'm doing thirty minutes a night. He's making. Thirty thousand dollars. I'm making yeah. five hundred. He's he, a, that's all he can pay for travel. He owns three peacocks. Everyone yeah, keeps talking about the three peacocks. Fucking three peacocks was on that plantation. <laughs> it makes oh, me mad. And I used to plantation. be his friend, man. Mm-hmm. I, I could really used to be close yeah. friends. With, and I will say, like after the, the shit, the thing that makes me mad is that it wasn't even like I'm like, okay, cool, business is business. And then like I got like a really mean text message from him after he like cut me like yeah. or, like like so they're not going to travel. He's like you're a fucking idiot and stuff. Yeah. And then like he never apologized for that. I saw him in Nashville one time. He like tried to talk to me and I was just like yeah. But it was because I was with the Impractical Jokers and he just wanted to meet them. Yeah. And I was like uh, I'm not like uh, it just I don't know it it's it's a karma man. It's literally what it is. Yeah. Because I, I never like went on Facebook and shit on him or anything. Well, and his act is such a weird. So for him to say hey I don't want to talk about race or sexuality or gender, but he here I am going to imitate a woman. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? He's like the, somebody, I forget, somebody called him the mayonnaise Medea. That was, I think it was, um, I think it was Jay Jordan who was just That's in town. So funny. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have, it just, it's re- it really is funny because you, how like dumb, it, it falls on variety a lot too, for them to even let that happen. Yeah. Because, was that stunt? Was that a stunt? I feel like it was a stunt. Like what, what, cause it, cause when you read about, so when you read the variety article, it says it was a, a it was a panel, a group that got together. So it wasn't one person deciding it was like an editorial yeah. review. Well, he's rep by, he was rep by ICM. I think in ICM's, I think they're like partners with variety or something. Uh, well, you know that ICM, my understanding is that they own just for laughs now. Oh, they do. That's great. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I just well, had a meeting with them. So, well, well, let's stop talking about. It. Yeah. <laughs> Send that real quick now. Yeah. Now, um, not like I've, I've, I know people. I knew Adam. I think it's Adam Greenwood. He comes yeah. to life and score every year. I think is his name. Yeah. He's a good dude, but it's like it just. I don't know. It does. It didn't make any sense. And it, anybody who's surprised by it just yeah. doesn't understand comedy. And then the thing that pisses me off is a lot of his fans are like, "Well, they were just mean to him." I'm like, "No, no, 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 no. He was a dick. Yeah. If you just, if he just bombs, it's not a big story. It's just like the Southern Mama well, bombed. I know, but he story. could go on the right, the basically the right wing press tour and be like, "Poor me, poor me." Oh you no, know, that's literally the left what he's doing. Clapped back on me. Yeah, that's what you know? I was talking to a comic. I would love to say I'll tell you off here because I can't say his name. But he goes, he goes, I literally think it was a stunt. He goes, I think, I think it was just so he can be like, yeah. the liberals can't yeah. handle the truth. It, it was a stunt some way around. So it, it became put, a, a stunt like, at the end. So whoever put him last may have been like, okay, this is the stunt, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Darren himself may have accepted this and, and went to do it as a stunt because he knew that he was going to be received that way. Um, or they could have just put him on the list to see yeah. what happens. But the thing is, is that everyone has pointed this out. Everyone who's talked about it said, 
do you remember anyone who was on the list last year and what happened at the show last year? Nobody knows anything yeah. about it. And now that's all everybody's talking about. Yeah. So if it was a stunt, good job. Yeah. Great job. So you should get a raise. I'm fully expecting to be on Variety's top 10 next year. Oh, you should. Okay. <laughs> Everyone keeps writing my name. They're like, if you want a Southern white guy, you should just get Rocky Dale Day. Yeah, you did, like, get, you, you yeah. did. It was interesting how that ended up being good press for you. So like bad press it, yeah. for Darren turned into good it press started for out, Rocky. It started out bad press because someone was like, I heard they gave you shit last night. Yeah. I'm like, that wasn't me. That was him. <laughs> and then, but then now it's turned around. I think it was like Tim Dillon. I've read like three or four articles that were like, I saw Rocky's really funny and, and all that shit. So yeah. it all worked out in the end, I guess. I don't know. He's not, he's going to be fine. My mom, my mom was like, Artie, you shouldn't pick on him. His career is over. I'm like, his, his career ain't going to, the people in fucking Kentucky don't care about that. Yeah. His fan base is like outside of um, what Just for Laughs is all about. Anyways. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's the case. I, I announced that I've made Just for Laughs and I got like, 33 likes and I, I when I announced I got Redneck Island I got like 750 <laughs> and it's like one's obviously bigger than the other yeah. and they're like oh my god you're gonna beat Stone Cold that's right yeah. it's, it's like I'm also gonna be up there with like Kevin Hart and you know yeah. Dave Chappelle and all of them they're like that's cool but you're Stone Cold yeah. <laughs> it's D. Yeah. wow people my hometown's great about that stuff so did you when you were on tour with him did you because I heard I, I know another person who's on tour with him who I won't name yeah but the, what I heard was is that he uh, this person would perform well and get a great response. And the more that that happened, the more issues he had with Southern mama, the more problems there were and the faster he got cut from that tour. It was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's also very few members on the tour. So I know. <laughs> I know. Right. Yeah. Um, no, that literally happened. I remember one time cause he had, he had another act go up before me and they did like really dirty. So then just, I, unless I, unless you're Nate Bargatze, it's really hard to follow dirty with clean. It's yeah. just, I'm, and I'm not that level. I'm not even a clean act. So yeah. I just went up and did my act when I did it dirtier and yeah. I, and I crushed. And then he goes, what, the, what was that stuff about all the dirty stuff? I Man, I can't. And like, cause he literally did 10 minutes that night after yeah. me. Cause he literally couldn't follow it. Yeah. And he's like, you can't just, I'm like, I'm like, bro, you got her, you get the fucking, she's singing about, this like you can't, you can't do that. And then yeah. expect me not to do my dirty act. Yeah. And he like literally like any night I would like murder it. He would like nights, really good nights. He literally would do like 10 or 12 after me. Yeah. He was like, it was so bipolar about things all the time. Wow. And that I literally, and it was crazy. Cause I was like, some, I was making like two or three grand some weekends. Yeah. And like, that's a lot yeah, of money. Absolutely. Like even now with like, with like headline, it's still a lot of money. Plus my travel paid for. Yeah. But it was between him and his manager. And, and I will say it wasn't predominantly Darren at first. Yeah. And then it was his manager. And then his manager just really rubbed off on him. Yeah. And it, and it just became like, I, I would want to quit the tour. Yeah. And I, cause me and Ralph were fighting at the time and I wasn't on tour with him and I really wanted to quit just because I literally, he was so fucking bipolar, man. Yeah. It would be this day or the next. And then dealing with him and the manager, I was like, and his manager was trying to rep me. His manager was telling people he rep me at the time. I'm like, you don't, I don't fucking know you. Like it was so much, man. And I'm, and I just, I was happy it ended and say, but then at the same time I was for the next, I was already like in debt at that point. And then for the next four months, I didn't have anything booked. And then yeah. it fucking killed me financially. Like yeah. 2017, I think I made like, I think I made like $15,000 off comedy the year before wow. I made like 70,000. Wow. And so it was, it, 
it hurt me hard. Yeah, yeah. And then it, it, was, it sucked too. It was coming like it was like if it was just a manager, it became yeah. like a friend. Yeah. And I was like, dude, man, fuck you, dude. Like that's wow. messed up. So when you saw his name on that variety list, did you know what was coming? I right? got like, I got texts from club owners and a yeah. couple managers that I know that I'm good friends with, and they were like, uh, they were like, hey, uh, we're gonna go to Canada. We're gonna move next year. And I was like, what? And I and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like my mind was absolutely blown yeah. because I was like. I was always like, cool, he could just be like a thing. He'll never be like, like no one's like a serious yeah, stand Yeah, exactly. And the bad part is he, if he would have just done, I mean, he doesn't even have an act, he could have just pandered for like a second and, yeah. and been fine. Yeah. And he just, he just Well, didn't. if he had just done his Southern Mama stuff, right? I mean, yeah, doesn't he well, just that, get that up really and do was, the voice I don't think that would work there. You know, yeah. it's so funny. I wrote him eight minutes one time because his manager wanted me to write for him. And so I wrote him like eight minutes where I just did the character. Yeah. I, I wrote the character into jokes where he could jump in and out of it, yeah. you know? And- I remember they first off his manager wouldn't pay me the money. And then he's like, I'll pay it to you, but you can't tell Darren. And I'm like, well, this is Darren's money. How would he not know? Yeah, and then right. I'm like, Oh, you're stealing money from him for sure. <laughs> but so then the fucking, I wrote it for him and he never did it. And then I think it was, uh, somebody was like, yeah, he didn't think it was funny. And I'm like, yeah, how would I know yeah, what's right? funny? And how also, I literally used to sit outside and there, at least every show, there would be 30 to 40 people when I'm outside, just sitting outside chilling, yeah. come outside and be like, you were so funny. He doesn't even do the character. Like, yeah. why? Like, I, like, no offense to him, but I yeah. came to see the character. You know, Absolutely. it would be like if you if you go see Larry the Cable Guy, and then he goes back into Dan Whitney. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, well, that he's a fun. That's cool, but yeah. I would rather. And I told I told Darren that a long time ago. Yeah, I was like, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to do one or the other. You're gonna have to become a comic who does good, who talks about his life. And, and does that shit and it does the character after. I was like, you're gonna yeah. have to be the character. And he went in either avenue and that's why his fucking show stinks. Yeah. That's why most people leave all they want's a picture. <laughs> and it's just, it's, it, I tried to I saw him. the lineup of one, I don't know what the current configuration is, but it looked like the most disturbing like family photo I'd ever seen. Oh yeah, it's, that picture's great. Yeah, they got a couple guys. Um, I heard one of the guys is pretty cool, but it just again, there's no there's no pure standups on the tour. Yeah, so you're going it, and it's, it needs to be more of a variety show at that point. Yeah, and less and less of a. I'll give the manager props on that one. The, his manager was talking about doing like a variety, almost like a Medea setup kind of. Yeah. and I was like, that makes a lot more sense than what you're doing now because you're having people do standup that don't fucking do standup. <laughs> People, everybody thinks it's so easy to do stand-up it is uh, it yeah. is one of the hardest things i mean yeah. for me even and i'm like naturally funny i'm not like i work like really hard at comedy all right but, calm down no but let's chill the fuck out <laughs> look but like it's people like people think it i see all these people do it and then like they're just it's so easy and and people well, what it is is it's like it's really hard to make it seem like it's easy yeah you know, it's like you want it to sound conversational you, yeah. you want it to sound like you're not just getting up there and telling them jokes you're actually talking to them yeah and the trick is is that you got to have to yeah you're absolutely right the difficult is on making yourself sound like you're not just up there going yeah. and here's the next one here's the next one you know one, where they the look out one. at on that aspect yeah. a lot with Darren is he has people that have never been to comedy shows oh yeah I would so bet. then so then they'll come and they have really no they, they don't know what it's supposed to look like yeah exactly so that's why he don't go to like Denver or somewhere yeah. like that because they would be like the people they would be like oh this is not good yeah. this is there's this supposed to be like the last show I saw they had punchlines yeah. and there was yeah it's it's a, it was a well, it was like, a wild time. um Nene Leakes from the Real Housewives. She goes into stand, yeah. quote unquote, stand up shows, and like I've never been, but my friends who are gay who like regular stand up and then yeah. love things like the Real Housewives, they went and they're like, oh yeah, she doesn't have a joke, 
but she's funny as shit because she does crowd work and she yeah. tells all these stories and whatever. But it's not none of it. So she's calling herself a comedian. She's saying she's doing stand up. But like even to somebody who barely like you know knows any stand up, they're going and being like, "This is her talking for." That's an why hour the eighty five South show does yeah. well because it has Carlos Miller, yeah. unbelievable stand up, yeah. one of the funniest guys I've ever seen, and then you have Chico, who's like a, I think he like I think he made you stand up too. I'm not exactly sure, but then you have like DC, who's like is not a stand up. He, yeah. I heard he actually works really hard, which if he does, I really appreciate that. But then in the aspect, the way they do it is you don't really need to do stand up. It's more of like where it puts you in that environment. Yeah. And then I've seen the show. The show's unbelievable. It's yeah. so funny because it's not like you'll, they'll have got like Carlos do stand up. Yeah. And then like you'll have like DC like, like a little bit, but it's kind of just like him poking and stuff. Yeah. And then that's like that's the format that it should be. Like that makes sense for them because mm-hmm. it is why people come. And you're not really just putting people on stage for 15 and 20 minutes that don't really know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> and that's, and, and it's, that's why this comedy, I don't know what's going to happen with comedy. It's There's such a, a big boom right now, and it's scaring me because I'm talking to a lot of these networks, and they're talking about how much money they have to put behind comedy. Yeah. And I'm like, Ugh, that's the last bit, because you, you, they push that final pile out, yeah. and they take the table, and then somebody fucking throws over four queens, and they pull all that money back, and then it's fucking dead for like five years. I just hope that I get, because as long as you're over the hump first, yeah, yeah. then you're fine. Well, and the boom seems to be like... There's like two waves of the boom. Yeah. There was the boom that sort of started, I, I feel like in the mid two thousands, which was yeah. like, everyone realized, Oh, you might, you can just become famous doing YouTube or whatever yeah. else. And it encouraged a lot of people to start stand up because it's yeah. like, Oh, I can just reach my audience directly. And I think that's the straight wave of it. Yeah. Uh, mostly male and nothing, you know, not banging on it at all. But then the next wave that came like probably about five years later, like 2010, 2011, about when I started is females and queer people who are all of a sudden like, wait a minute, the Paul, the, temperatures changed like i didn't feel comfortable talking about being gay on stage until like 2011 that's crazy that's and that's like that's something for me like i was listening bert was talking about that and that's that's something that to me just seems like insane at this point because when i started in comedy that i started you could say when i really got here and it was like 2000 like 13 to 14 right yeah so that's 14 so like when i got here that was like that was, that was already popping. It was already popping, and I was like, "Oh, everyone!" So yeah. that that is, cra- and that's something I just I can't relate to because I don't yeah. know. But that's insane that you like wouldn't talk about that. You're like, I can't well, no, I didn't even do stand up. I just wouldn't. There was no way I was going to get in front of a room full of straight people or straight people and talk yeah. about anything. You know what I mean? That's crazy. But I feel like the second wave. So like, I don't know if the the pop that's going to happen is going to be everything. I think the pop that's going to be happening is what we consider to be traditional stand up and traditional people who do stand up. And the second wave is going to be sort of like what happened in the nineties where yeah. it was like all of a sudden everybody was interested in black comedy and black comedians. Yeah. And I think queer and, and women are the next wave. I don't know. I, definitely I don't know if it's going to look exactly like, yeah. uh, like a full like Def Jam the way it did. But I think that that's where it's going. That's yeah. like, look at the line, look at the lineup on that variety for this year. Well, there was like the four last or five years. queer people on it. There I mean, wasn't, there was a, a single number. Rolling Stone or variety the past two years. I think I haven't seen Rolling Stones list this year, but I assume the last two years um, has had no straight white guys on it. Oh, really? Yeah, I haven't noticed that. Yeah. So it's like, and it's, it's, it's. Which is crazy. I that's, mean, that's my thing is I'm because like. Because there are so many straight white guys in comedy. Yeah, it, it's, and it's to very say unrealistic. that they're not funny is ridiculous Yeah, to me. no. Like you're one of, you're a straight white guy. You're from Alabama. Yeah. Um, 
I don't feel like you and I have ever butted heads on anything, but no, we you're like have. a good. Oh, have yeah. oh, well, you remember that when I said uh, I made that? I was like, I was like, I hope if you get mad at a trans person in a bathroom, because I met, I met, oh yeah, I met, the, I met this trans you, dude. But in you Atlanta. know what that was? It was just the he was the way you were gendering that person. That way the, I worded it wrong. Yeah, yeah. You just, it it's, was a it's fine, thing. but it's like yeah, but it's like my thing is is that I feel like anyone who like ever like says like I'm racist or homophobic yeah. really doesn't know me. Yeah, like I have. I like, but I don't think did I say I didn't say you no, were trans. No, 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 I just no. said I didn't like because you know you, you, you said I, I worded it wrong, which now I was like I was like oh I was like I didn't mean to do that. And you're like it's fine. I was like cool. Yeah, yeah. But there's other comics in. No, but yeah. I understand what you mean, and that's and that's the thing. It's like you talk about sexuality, you yeah. talk about gay, I guess gay stuff or whatever. Yeah, you have a joke, and I've even like tagged one of your jokes like that. You did a very good job on that joke too. I still can't. I have to. I have to figure out how to tell it differently because it's just. I have to figure out, I don't know, like how to like lube it up a little bit more because it's still a little too dry to tell to yeah, some yeah, people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then no, the way you tell it. Yeah, some audiences don't want to You took what that. I was trying to say and then you said it and I was like, God damn it, that's yeah. what I was trying to say. Well, but You're that's very good it's at like, that, by the way. No, You're very, you. very good at that. Like, I feel like if there's like ever like, you've done that twice to jokes of mine yeah. where I was like, I was, I knew what I was trying to say and I just couldn't say it. Then you're like, oh yeah, that's, and I was like, oh fuck you, dude. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> I remember that but one night we had three conversations and I took yeah. all three of those jokes and told them on stage and you were like, are you bitten me, dude? Are you bitting me back here? I thought we're friends. Don't bit yeah, me. Don't run your bits on me. Um, that's true. You know what it is? Is that like part of listening to comedy is listening for the voice. Yeah. So like, I don't necessarily think I could write one of your jokes, but I get the beats of your jokes. Yeah. Really well, you know what I mean? The voice is weird, man. Yeah. Because I'm in a weird point right now. Well, the voice changes because you're yeah. so the voice is actually just you as a person yeah. letting all your guard down and being unfiltered and like really being yeah. able to express yourself but that person keeps changing so yeah. a joke you wrote six months ago depending on what life looks like six months later could be a totally different joke it is and, crazy it, you know yeah. tell you what the wildest part is is you because you've known me for like a while now yeah I'll say like two years I've probably. seen you grow into a um, almost an adult yeah yeah <laughs> you take what I said like so it's school crazy because I was at Montreal and then it happened another day. I'll just, cause I, it, it happened a bunch of Montreal and another day I literally was at the cellar. This was two days ago. And this lady ran out of the showroom was an African American lady. And she was like, Hey, I really appreciate the way you talk about race yeah. and like, and racism and stuff. She's like, yeah. it's very insightful. And I was sitting there and I'm like, I never thought that would happen, huh? Yeah. Because like, because I just naturally over time, it's just, because I, I, and it's so crazy because my fan base is predominantly women a lot of times. Mine that, is the same. Yeah. So it's like, they're like women that are just like, oh, he's good looking. He's going to be like, I used to be like more like a fun, I'm still in fun, but now it's like a lot of my things are like fall back into like, hey, this is like a good, like, I don't know. They had, it's kind of like a good meaning at the end. Yeah. And it was so weird because it happened in Montreal. Two people were like, man, the way you talk about race and yeah. stuff is so like, it's so different. And it's like, it's so like insightful to hear. And I was like. Well, because what people are expecting is somebody to talk, when they, especially like a white Southern yeah. straight guy to talk about race. What they're waiting for is for you to like, so all the setup of you talking about race, they're waiting for you just to say something racist. Yeah. But instead you actually have something to say about race. That's funny. Did you hear the you pig know? joke last night, by the way? Did I did. You like it? Cause I, I remember did. you were against it at first. Well, I guess the, the way, way you worded it, the way it I worded was, it yeah, at first, yeah. but yeah, the way it comes around yeah. now, I, I like it. Do you like it or no? Well, it, just so the audience understands, it's a joke about that. You grew up where there were two farm animals, a different yeah. species that were both male, that had a relationship yeah yeah and um i like it the end of that joke is way better yeah yeah the first way i was trying to tell it to you i remember because you were quick you're like don't say that and i was uh, like yeah. i was like no, no i don't mean well you like said that. the setup and i was just like no <laughs> yeah because i think you're like yeah that's something but but now that's so crazy because now it's like 
Yeah, I, I literally. I wish I, I could remember the way you said it though, because the way you said it. The originally, like, originally it was bad because it I, was like a, it was. You know what it was? It was like one of those. I'm about to go on stage, Rocky. I don't have time to unpack <laughs> what you just. <laughs> I was like, he punches up, but no, it's it's wild because it's like that's like a it's like where it's and then. And it's crazy too because even though she fucked up everything, she helped a little bit because everything was in the general direct. And I've been saying this for years. Everything was going in the general direction of like everything is like woman and queer. Yeah. And a lot of these shows were not not working because majority of the country is like or want to watch. They don't want to like Roseanne did yeah. a lot. She fucked it up again. Yeah. But I was talking to a Fox lady and she's like, she's like, no. She's like, we would love to have you like yeah. on our like our roster because we feel like you know you talk to a demographic. And you can talk to them and not, then we don't go on your Facebook page and you're fucking, all you're doing is talking about how Trump's the best or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, they're like you're like, they're like, we feel like you can start a conversation and then change someone's mind. And then yeah, so, cause I've been, that. I've been in like saloons that a black person or a gay person, I don't think would fucking ever go into. Well, and just as a general rule, gay people don't go into saloons. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I'll, I'll go into a salon, but not a saloon. I went into too many letters. It's an extra L and an O that I just can't possibly deal with. Yeah, I went into this. I went in this place. It literally was in Florida, and I was talking to this dude, and I was like, "I was like, yeah, man." I was like, "But you gotta admit, it's it's way too easy to get guns right now." And he yeah. goes, "He goes, yeah, man." He's like, "Don't tell me." He's like, "But it's like way too easy." And I'm like, "I'm like, I'm like, yeah." Like, so like you can, you but you can't start off the conversation with you're a fucking idiot. Give yeah. me your gun. No, yeah, it's like yeah. it's like that's why I feel like I'm in like a cool position now because I'm like I all my family and, and friends in Alabama are avid Trump supporters, and then all my well, friends everything are is polarizing. So if you can yeah. talk, if you can exist in like so for me it's the same kind of thing it's like existing in multiple spaces so yeah you know i am gay uh but You're gay I, I, Dude, yeah no, what? Right? straight people <laughs> straight people um but that's not the i'm not just talking about that on stage yeah and when i do talk about it it's not like how wrong you are for not accepting it i don't yeah. care what they like i actually am fine with an audience member who doesn't want to hear it yeah um as long as they keep listening so maybe yeah. you don't want to hear it but you'll at least listen to the rest of my set because at some point i may say something that you actually find funny and i may actually say something that makes you think yeah um i'm not out there to change it. i'm so the opposite i never think about changing anybody's mind yeah i want them to understand my point of view that's yeah it. so I'll like say, you can yeah, you can do with it you can talk about what a shithead I'm, i am on the way home fine by me just as long as you get my point of view and yeah. it makes you laugh maybe a little bit then i did my job you know i'm gonna just close y'all for fuck, yeah. or say fuck you and leave which happened to ryan hamilton he's like a clean act yeah and he literally goes he goes he goes yeah times are crazy trump's crazy right and this dude was like fuck you man and like <laughs> And Ryan Hamilton is the cleanest act of all. Like he doesn't yeah. do any. Like he literally is like yeah. Like and it, it wasn't a dirty. And the dude was just like left. But yeah, I, I found that, that the people who are Trump supporters tend to be the like. It's crazy too because like I you know like as many militant queer people that I know. Yeah. That the Trump supporters like I remember being at like this the some like restaurant show in Alpharetta. Yeah. And somebody was not even banging on Trump. They were just saying his name. Yeah. And there was somebody in the back going, don't make me grab my gun, which he wasn't going to grab yeah, his gun. Yeah. Obviously he wasn't going to put down his quesadilla for nothing, Yeah, but it was the attitude was immediately like, they didn't even wait to hear how the joke was going to go. They just yeah. heard the word Trump and they're, they're activated. Yep. That's, and, uh, that's what it is. Right I now. heard that's called Trump derangement syndrome. Is that what <laughs> that's crazy? I, I think it's that. the other way around. That's what, that's what people say. So that's what, the right says about people on the left who get mad about Trump. Yeah. That you have Trump derangement 
Stockholm syndrome, and I, I feel like it's the other way. I feel like it's like if you have to defend Trump even for a second after you voted for him, yeah. you become deranged and very upset about it. It's like I love the snowflakes thing because the only people, like the people that really get offended on my wall, yeah. which, but by the way, conservatives and liberals hate me. I'm like, y'all both can't. Like, yeah. one of y'all has to pick a side. So, but I'll have conservatives, and they're the by far far the most like sensitive oh yeah absolutely and i'm like i'm like y'all you no, you can't call them snowflakes then if this yeah. if this joke where i say i was like i'm not i, I said i was like i was like if you vote for trump i'm not mad at you i was like but if you drink pepsi you're a piece of shit <laughs> and somebody was like i like pepsi and i like trump fuck you and i was like okay <laughs> i'm still more mad at the pepsi one but okay i think it's funny like i'll poke fun at straight people on my like i'll make a joke or whatever and like i have people who message me who are like you know, I liked you better when you didn't hate all straight people. I was like, uh, I've hated all straight people since I met, since I was born, motherfucker. Okay? I've just been keeping it in check. You don't listen okay? to my podcast song? Yeah, right? Somebody told me, they said, oh, I hear you have a podcast called I Hate Straight People. I was like, <laughs> it's just called straight people. Just the I hate is implied. They just like added that on there. I, it's not even statistically possible for me to hate all straight people. Like if I spent the rest of my life actively hating straight people, I'd only get to hate like maybe a percent of a percent of like yeah. a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a you know yeah that's so that's instead i'd rather understand what the hell where did y'all yeah. come from why are there so many of you man i don't even know i'm you're just, straight you got a girlfriend i got a girlfriend you start referring to her by her name you don't just call her my girlfriend anymore oh i do that's yeah. crazy for a long time it was just my girlfriend my, my girlfriend. girlfriend yeah you'd say me and my girlfriend me which and my i was girlfriend. like that's selfish. i talk about her a lot because i'm just always around her. i feel like i talk yeah. about her too much yeah that's wild man it's wild having a girlfriend how long have you been together uh like a year and, and, and a half maybe? is that the longest Oh, I've never had a girlfriend before. Is this your first LTR? What does that mean? Long-term relationship. Oh my God. I don't, that's crazy. Yeah, this is, <laughs> this is by far, like, I mean, again, I've never, I don't, I've had sex What does with, she do? She's a dancer. She's like a, like a ballet dancer. Okay. It's a contemporary or something like that. Nice. Uh, I have to say that because everybody's like, sure, but I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she didn't understand that either. Yeah. Um, but no, we've been, I've never, I'll say out of all, and I've, I've had sex with a good bit of women and I have all of them. I don't think I've ever had sex with maybe except for four of the same women twice. Really? I just, I just always just, just all one night stands. I just never like, I never had a connection with maybe anybody really, yeah. except for me, like one or two people and they both cheated on me. Okay. And then, so like, I was like super, but it was so crazy cause I met Laura and we've been through hell as yeah. far as things like, you know, that go. But I, it, I know I love her because I've never like, I've never even like, even when like I doubted it, I was still like, I would be with her forever the rest of my life. Really? Yeah, man. It's great. And so I, how did you, when did you guys say I love you to each other? How what was I told her I loved her the second day I met her. The second day? Yep. I, I had texted my friend because I had a girl when I got back to, I flew into Atlanta after I got off the cruise ship and I met her and, uh, and the girl was like, Hey, you want to come over? Um, and have some fun before you leave out of town. And I was like, I was like, ah, I know this sounds crazy, but I met this girl. Yeah. And she's like, well, I'm just asking to hook up. She's like, and she's like, it's like, if you're dating someone, it's fine. Just come hook up. I'm like, no, I think I like this girl. And then for literally, I went to Nashville like the week after I turned down like a foursome. And it was just like, I just really always loved like Laura so much. She's just, okay. You are not answering the question that I asked. Oh, so, okay. I'm gonna ask, so that's, uh, that's cute and all. I'm, <laughs> I hope Laura knows all the foursomes that you turned I told down. her. No, I fucking okay. texted no, her. So I was text. mad. I was like, Hey, look, <laughs> I was you, like, you better be on board with this Did you send her a screenshot? Oh life. no, I sent her a picture of the girls. <laughs> I was like, Hey, you better know this shit's serious. Cause I just turned these fucking okay. girls down. Oh my goodness. All yeah. right. Well, I'm bad the, at relationships. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like Housley. I'm bad. I might have notes for you on all that. But let's start with the question I asked, which was, what were the circumstances of you saying I love 
you to her. I didn't hear that. Um, That's what I said. No, I met her, and then I just. Um, so the second day you knew that you had feelings for yeah, her. Yeah, like like the. But when did you finally say I love you to her? No, like no, I I told her uh, I'll say because we like we're together one night. I think the next day I was like I was like I really love you. I was like I was like I was like I love you. I think I, I think I literally was calling her like baby within like the th- two or three days. I was like baby, I love you and stuff. Yeah. And and she's like, you really need to stop saying that. You don't know me. And I was like, no, I know you. And I was like, I love you. And she's yeah. like, well, I have a bunch of things you don't know about. I'm like, no, I love you. Yeah. And then like you know, I've always like I've always like I mean, I literally from this literally the second day. Yeah. Because I I remember the first. And then time when did she say her. it to you? Oh fuck! Uh, July fifth last year and we were in Chicago so how long were you together before she finally was like okay um that I'll, I, we count that as our anniversary because she never called me a boyfriend before then yeah um and we were in Chicago I remember I drove I flew down to West Palm to drive her to Chicago oh that's nice and um surprised her um she hates surprises <laughs> and uh I drove her met my family we drove her to Chicago drove her to Chicago and then we were in the bed that night and she's like I love you and then I started crying. Oh, yeah. right. I like it. I like it because it's good to have someone. I always say this: like it's good to have someone who cares about how your day was, not how yeah. your set was. Yeah, it's like a big thing. Yep. And well, and like for comedy. Yeah, your life in general, not yeah. just comedy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying it's so easy to just focus on this. And I know you've been hyper focused on it the whole time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I, I can see you as somebody who yeah. probably doesn't necessarily always have a life. I'm even more relaxed because you. I mean, you've known me for a while, and that's like I never like. I don't have a lot of, fr- I have friends in comedy, but I don't have like good friends in comedy yep. because I always was just like, I never had a girlfriend. I never had like, like, a, like I always was just like comedy, comedy, comedy. Yep. And it's so crazy because now that I've kind of relaxed and just let a lot of it come to me, yep. I've wrote way more now. Yeah, yeah. And then like, cause I have like a life outside of comedy and it's like, so instead of being like, how I'm going to book these three dates, she's like, well, let's just go and then we'll hang out. And then yep. it's like, so I feel like it, like it makes you grow on that, you know, cause I got to the point where like, I knew I was good at comedy and then it was like, now I could just have a life outside yeah, of it, which I think matters a lot. Absolutely. Well, and then, there's no comedy without the life because yeah. it's like eventually, you know how it is. You watch these comics, you, you know, the comics that I'm talking about where they're, everything is about, I was at the show. Yeah. And then this you thing told happened. You me that one time. Cause I was, and I was it's like, yeah. okay, well, well, what I suggested was just strip. Cause you had this whole bit that was like, you went to the zoo, Yeah, but you, you preface it about how, because you're travel traveling a lot because of comedy. Yeah. And it's like, just take that part out. Nobody yeah. cares about that part. Um, us as comics, maybe we care, but the audience, they don't, they don't. Yeah. Care. No, I, it's, I, Bert Kreischer told me that one time. Cause I was, I think I said something. Cause I always got drunk and like hung out or whatever, but I always was like on the go constantly. And he was like, don't be so concerned with telling stories about your life on stage that you don't live a life worth telling stories about. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know if that's his or somebody else's, but that's a um, very good point though. Yeah. But he's like, he's like, you have to have a life. He's like, so if you're not lit, like you got, you have all these great stories before he's like, but them bitches will run out. Yeah. yeah. And then now I have, you know, tons of jokes. So like about like, you know, her things that have happened because of being with her, you know? And, and I like, I really like having a girlfriend and I I don't get caught up in like chasing ass anymore. Like it's like, it that took a lot of my time. I didn't. You are totally it. different. Like so, we worked a weekend together, dude. It is, and I'm, your 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 attitude <laughs> was it was fine, <laughs> but it was like just a, like such a ch- tail chasing, like this girl, that girl, this girl, that girl kind of deal. Yeah. 
And I'm just like, I keep being like, I'm gay. You don't have to tell me any of this shit. Dude, you know what I mean? Like, do you know what's so funny? So I was, I was in much, by the way, let me just say this. Dusty Slay goes, we're talking about industry and stuff. And then Dusty at Montreal goes, he goes, yeah, I feel like you do everything the wrong way and it always works out. And I was like, what? I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, I work really hard. He goes, no, no, I don't say, he's like, he's like, okay, at Laughing Skull Festival, you were drunk, shirtless, grinding on Michael Cox. He's like, if I do that career over tomorrow. Right. But then I was sitting there with Dusty and Caleb and they were talking and they were like, uh, they were like, they're like, yeah, man. And Dusty's like, I, I was talking with Marcy. He's like, you changed a lot. And they're like, he's like, you changed a lot since you were with Lauren. He's like, I don't know if it's her or what it would be. He's like, he's like, your attitude has changed. He's like, a lot, you're very, a lot calmer now. Yep. And I was like, I was like, I don't know. And then everybody was like, no, no, you definitely are. And I was like, wait, is this like a thing? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I thought I was the same person. And then like, they're like, no, no, you calm the fuck down like a lot. And I was like, well, you're also how old now? I'm 25. Yeah. I mean, there's a difference between, so I've known you for like, since you were 19, probably. Yeah. So yeah. there's a difference between a 19 year old and a 25 year old. And yeah. that's just the, the world, the way the world, but I will say that there's a picture of myself and dusty Slay, And then there's another picture where you kind of like popped in real quick. And that was, that was you at Skullfest in a nutshell. I made a gif of it. It's like me and dusty stand there. And then you pop in and I'm just like, so uncomfortable. <laughs> like, is. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was still like that was me like just like j like still like drinking hard because I was just like because I, I didn't really care to meet any industry at Skullfest and I was just like having a good well time they set the, the whole thing up to be a party so you just yeah. partied and that's, yeah there's nothing set the know. party off that's right yeah, shirt absolutely. comes off that's I literally somebody was like will you take your shirt off in Montreal and I was like mm, maybe not this one <laughs> <laughs> if my girlfriend wouldn't have been there I a hundred percent would have but I she like she's kind of like the fucking like little like. Calm down. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, we're about to wrap up here. So let me ask you a couple questions. I like to ask these dumb questions okay. about straightness and straight people. Okay. So you grew up in Alabama and yeah. you've lived in LA. You've lived some time in New York. You've yep. been in Las Vegas. Now, what's the difference between being straight in Alabama and being straight in like LA? Is Alabama straight and LA straight the same thing or? What do you, I'm going to look confused. What do you mean? Well, like. We all say that straight people and straightness is the the end all be all, and uh, you know, was, if, you, I, if you like a little stuff in your butt, are you still yeah. straight? I don't know. I don't know. I just I say sometimes. so in Alabama. I'll just say it's you just don't um, you don't see as many openly straight people. <laughs> Or not openly gay people. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Somebody's like, I got to go to Alabama. I know, right? No, I just mean like, like what part you, of Alabama? Oh. You can you can meet a guy like you'll like go to like Chick Fil A and you'll be like, yeah. oh, that guy's gay. Yeah, and really like he does, he's not like like even the guy in my hometown who's gay like um he like he still dresses the same but it's like if you go to like L A like a motherfucker's wearing like a potato sack. Yeah, yeah. And they're they're wearing a shirt that says like gayness or something like that and you're like it's just more like obvious I guess. It's just and now that there's becoming more and more gay people, obviously, and yeah. it's just as the days move on, more people becoming comfortable, and it's everything's changing. But yeah, it's just it, I remember the first time I went to LA, and it was just like like openly like dudes kissing in the street. And yeah. I was like, I was like, that's crazy, you know? That's <laughs> that happened in Atlanta at Midtown. Yeah. yeah, I was like, this is fucking insane. Like y'all, yeah. like, you know. And then now it doesn't even like Bollywood. I go back to Alabama and I'm like, if one of y'all fucking yeah. saw this, y'all would lose your minds, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. I guess awesome. it's just openness. Well, no, yeah, it's just times are changing. Visibility. That's I love it. it is. I love it. I love um, it. Tell me what a straight food is. Like, what do straight people eat? Fucking uh, straight people eat goddamn um, collard greens, <laughs> collard greens, mashed potatoes. And country fried steak. That's okay. like that's like the straightest thing I feel like you can eat. <laughs> or straight people, we eat like a steak with like no steak sauce. Just okay. fucking a steak on just a plate. A steak. And just being like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
I'll All say right. that. All right, we're going to end on that. Tell, tell people where they can find you. Uh, you can find me at Rocky, R-O-C-K-Y, Dale, D-A-L-E, Davis, on uh, all the Instagram, social medias, all that good stuff. All right, awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, my name is Ian Neighbor, and this has been Straight People. Bold Coy. Bold and beautiful.